Global growth is set to remain modest and Kenya starts its privatization drive. From over 1,200 cities and 130 countries, KI Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. 2023 was characterized by several general elections where leaders were democratically elected into office. In the same breath, we saw military powers oust some leaders out of power on allegations of mismanagement of the economy as global shocks sink deeper into the continent. With Sierra Leone being the latest to witness an attempted coup, what will it take to restore peace and stability in the region? On Dear Oganga with the annual Regional Stability Roundup. Barely a year after the general elections, President Julius Maada Beale's worst nightmare became his reality. Months after a hotly contested presidential elections that saw him secure a second time in office, the West African country has been marred by unrest. The displeasure in his government manifested on the 26th of November after gunmen overran a military barrack and invaded a prison freeing up some inmates. In swift response, the government enforced a lockdown in a bid to restore normalcy. There was a curfew the entire day. Everybody was inside and we couldn't go anywhere. So if you don't have food, then that's it. You know, that kind of situation. Even yesterday, the, the curfew, 20, that's 20, uh, Monday 27th, the curfew is, was still on, but then it was released a bit from 6 a.m. to, to 9 p.m. So I think most of the the attacks or actions were in the night. So, so that was, you hear gunshots. Speaking immediately after the attack, the communication minister, Chano Ba, was hesitant to classify the insurgents as a coup pending government investigations. Indeed, there were coordinated attacks today against the safety and security of our people, um, against very sensitive uh, security installments across our country. So uh, these are very, very serious, very serious attacks that we take extremely seriously. But what, when it comes to uh, declaring it as an attempted coup of, of whatever sort, we will we'll make that determination. A few days later, on the 29th of November, the president admitted that it was indeed a failed coup attempt, arresting some military officials it suspected of having been part of the plot. Sierra Leone now joins Niger in the list of countries that have experienced coups in the West African region. For a region that has endured eight coups in the past two years, we speak to Joshua Nanakwame Ayura, a security journalist who's covered the coups extensively. I begin by asking him why a coup is becoming rampant in the Western Sahel region. There is an even thread in what we are seeing within the regional bloc or within the Sahel region. And that is the social contrast that should exist between the citizenry and the respective government of the day is a mess. And so corruption is also being deepened. There's a yawning gap between, account- I mean, between accountability and transparency. And that is what I describe as a mesopia birth, where we are now seeing military takeover because now the constitutional order 
the constitutional transition of powers from one power of state to another, I mean, from one government to another, is now clearly compromised. And so many countries, Western particularly, and then Southern Central, are particularly considering reverting to the military rule, which clearly violates the very tenet principles and laws or statutes of the economic regional bloc that is ECOWAS. Joshua, to contextualize the corruption point, because it's a challenge for many African countries, they continue to grapple with it, but we're yet to see coups in some of them. Why in the Western Sahel is this such a thorn in their flesh? Let me use Sierra Leone, for example, for 11 years has seen a civil war, which of course happened over two decades ago, but that has really affected the very um, fabrics of that particular Republican uh, state. I mean, just a little above 8 million of people, about 60% of them are highly unemployed. And the growth rate is rather slowing. And so you realize that it creates unrest amongst the citizenry. We've seen the same with Congo. We've seen the same with Niger. Regardless of the resources that they have, because of the poor governance structure, the poor system that we are seeing, it is continuing deepening the corruption that we are seeing. Take Niger, for example, one of the least developed countries in the world. These are countries that have problems. 80% of their population are poor. That begs the question, what do these coups mean for economic development in the Western Sahel, an area characterized by poverty, inequality, and little to no development? When we continue to see this, these coups happen, it affects trade. So the very thing we are looking at with the African Continental Free Trade Agreement would be compromised because there now will be trade sanctions either from the host nations or member state of ECOWAS. And that would also affect regional security. So borders will be closed and all of these things. Fair enough, but coups do not happen in a vacuum. There are bodies such as ECOWAS and the African Union. What's their role in all this? ECOWAS, AU, are both not proactive. Although ECOWAS has maintained its stance that is zero tolerance to any attempt to uh, destabilize a constitutional governance or order, they are not going to take it lightly. Now, ECOWAS has over the years, I mean, particularly this year, considered raising some two over two billion US dollars for conflict prevention. It tells you the the projection that they are making and the seeming tip-offs within the Sahel, particularly the Sahel region. We still have some government that have stayed for over two decades and development is not policy, social policies, economic policies are not directly reflective of the situation or the uh, daily livelihoods of the citizenry. And so these are some of the things that quickens uh, the actions of these things. If left unchecked and nobody is held accountable over these schools in the Western Sahel, what then happens? What is the fate of the region? If Elkowask does not deploy an approach that is supposed to be more proactive, more precipitous in resolving the issue, these issues, um, detecting them and even preventing them diplomatically, but want to resort to undiplomatic means. It is going to activate and embolden military groups. And these groups are also going to um, recruit local uh, fighters. They are going to 
also lead on to radicalization and also it is also going to give room for arms trading of arms and when that happens because now we are beginning particularly along the sahel we are beginning to see an influx of uh, arms trading the calls have been received with mixed signals with locals welcoming the change in leadership while the rest of the world condemned the abuse of democratic institutions dr arikana chihombori former permanent representative of the african union to the united states says africans must move forward cautiously optimistic i would like to caution africans as well as we go through these coups let's take for example what happened in gabon I had warned everybody to say push back a little bit don't be quick to equate what's happening in Gabon to what's happening in Niger and Burkina Faso and Mali and Guinea each situation is different the dynamics within the quote and quote coup which I call revolution are different yes we like to see change but not every general means well for the people and a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Global growth is set to remain modest due to the impact of monetary policy tightening, weak trade and lower business and consumer confidence. This is according to OECD in its November economic outlook. Global growth forecasts were revised lower for this year to 2.9% and were put at 2.7% for 2024. Growth is set to pick up to 3% in 2025. The organization added that risks to near-term outlook remain tilted to the downward and include heightened geopolitical tensions. Meanwhile, U.S. GDP growth was revised higher for both 2023 and 2024. Forecasts for China were also revised slightly higher for 2023 and 2024. In contrast, Euro area. In contrast, Euro area is seen expanding 0.6% this year and changed from the previous estimate and at a slower 0.9% next year. And a quick trip around Africa, the annual inflation rate in Ethiopia increased for the second straight month to 29.2% in October of 2023 from 28.3% in the previous month, pointing to the highest inflation rate since June, boosted by higher food inflation. Food and non-alcoholic beverages accelerated, mainly due to bread and cereals and meat. Meanwhile, prices of non-food products eased amid a slowdown in prices of clothing and footwear, furnishing household equipment and routine maintenance of the house. On a monthly basis, consumer prices climbed by 2.1% in October, the least in five months after rising by 2.6% in the prior month. Kenya will start its privatization drive by offering stakes in 11 companies, including the state oil pipeline. The 11 firms are among the more than 35 companies that are slated for sale to partially help the government raise revenue in the face of growing debt repayment. Apart from the Kenya Pipeline Company, which is wholly owned by the government, investors can buy stakes in one of the main convention centers in Nairobi, a textbook publisher, and agribusiness firms and industrial companies. The East African nation last privatized a state-owned company in 2008 with an initial public offering of a 25% stake in the telecommunications firm Safaricom. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at Withadome. <laughs>